very special edition of Media Plus, our weekly look at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it. I didn't mention it last week, but the last show you listened to with David Marsland from the London Evening Standard was actually the 50th episode of Media Plus. Yes, they've let me keep going for that long. Uh, and the reason I didn't mention it, I didn't make too much of a big deal about it, is because this week is actually another milestone show. Because I've been here a year. They've let me stay on for a year. And on that pilot episode a year ago was Daily Observations host Kelly Gamont. So it seemed only right that I invite her to the first birthday party. Hi, Kelly. Hi. It's really nice to be here. Yes. Congratulations on your first year. I'm very excited. Yes, we. Uh, I made it through. Yes. And you. full disclosure, Kelly was one of the people that helped me work through the ideas of the show and encouraged me to do it. And so you can blame her. Um, but a lot has changed obviously in the last 12 months I've been doing this show um, COVID obviously delayed and made shows be cancelled and rewritten and all sorts of things Um, Ted Lasso won every award going including 11 Mm -hmm. primetime Emmys let's just process that for a minute Apple Apple has 11 primetime Emmys yeah or shows related to Apple Um, yeah don't worry that we still haven't, not everything has changed because we still haven't got that Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> or Leonardo. the program that I keep waiting for them to announce, which is the nature documentary about how they make the, the screensavers for Apple TV. Nice, nice. I want this show and I like I don't have a way to express how deeply I want this to exist. Uh, much like the um, I always wanted them to do a how it's made for like the product videos. Nice. When they do those, like we got um, when we had Apple Media events and they would show us like the machine they made, like Daisy, I think was the name that like dismantled iPhones and stuff when oh, you turn yeah, them in to be yeah. recycled, like how they make those videos and like watching an, watching an iPhone go all the way through the process and get disassembled and stuff like that. I think that would be amazing. And I would watch fun. that show so hard. Uh, Another but thing mostly has... I want to know how they make the screen savers. I really, sure. really want to watch there that show. Enough- I think I read somewhere that actually on Monterey is the first, it's a place in California I've actually been to. It is yeah. the first one of these kind of California named item um, operating systems that doesn't have a picture of the area. It doesn't have on the screensavers. It does not. Uh, anyway, yeah. or the wallpaper, sorry. Mm. Anyway, those, so some things haven't changed. Some have, the Apple TV app is still horrible. Yes. Um, but look, it's not just about TV Plus because the whole point of the show was that Apple is in more than one part of the digital media game. There's, you know, yeah. there, there is games and then with Apple Arcade, there's mm-hmm. local news offerings, their uh, original podcasts, some of which are in fact branded Apple TV Plus. So mm-hmm. my question to you, since we recorded that pilot, what is your yes. takeaway of the landscape and where Apple fits within it? Well, I think I'm just going to start with a small question, you know. <laughs> I'm glad we, we 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 kicked the door open with something so sure. specific. Yeah. Um, mostly, I mean, part of it's going to depend because some of it's going to take time. Um, Apple Apple winning Emmys was sort of not surprising because we got um, a fair number of nominations for the first round of stuff that came out on TV Plus. So uh, doing something in the media in the the like streaming video space doesn't seem very surprising um honestly as far as interesting stuff that apple has done in the media space i feel like apple music is where that's at because of the way that programming has expanded there's um 
uh, I don't know why anyone would think this is a good idea, but there's like a, a channel that just shows music videos all the time. <laughs> Apple and reinvented MTV. Yes, like it's, real MTV, actual yeah, yeah. MTV. Amazing. As people who remember MTV, remember MTV, which is it's a radio station on TV. Like that's but, really song after song after song. You know, that's what it was. So, so. Let, let's go through the timeline of that. <clears throat> Apple Music TV, which is, as we sort of are joking, a 24 hour music video channel mm-hmm. that went live in the US mm-hmm. on October the 19th, 2020. So mm-hmm. just before the show launched. Yes. About a month before. But in April the next year, April 2021, it became mm-hmm. available in the UK and Canada. So of the lifetime of this podcast, it has already expanded. Yes. I, I'm willing to place a bet on it expanding further. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know what the kind of rights and royalty issues involved in such a mm-hmm. piece of programming is, but I imagine it might be one of those things that starts to pay off in bulk. Yeah. Well, and that was one of the things I wondered about um, when it expanded in the first place was sort of um, like, I don't know, like because it's not Apple's own content. So <clears throat> like, that's the thing that you and I have discussed. Uh, if we want to watch the same show and it's from Netflix, mm. you may or may not be like, I may be viewing it on Netflix. You may or may not be. And we've or, had instances that Picard is the one that speaks. You were going... You, I remember you telling me Picard was on something else and it's a service. It's not actually available in the UK. And I was like, and you don't no, even no. have it. Yeah. No, no, it's on Prime Video. <laughs> yeah, it no, it it's Prime not. Video. Yeah. Um, and, and so part of what, and like Apple can do that with their own stuff. You know, Ted Lasso airs this at the same time for you as it does for me. It just right. so happens that for me, it's much later at night than it is, you know, and for you, it's in the morning. But, but it's the same time. Like we, you know, if we both hit refresh at the same time, it will pop up for both of us at the you know at the same moment uh and and so that like that's why i was sort of curious how the music channel thing was going to work right um was because that's like music videos are not theirs they didn't make them they don't have ultimate control over that so i think rights is going to be interesting um with all the apple music stuff you know like even the the stuff that's available like christmas like christmas music like you had a very different christmas oh, music yes. list than i did i remember and- last year we were like <clears throat> First of all, I think mine won. Basically, in the, <laughs> it did. Uh, you had a, you had a much better variety of Christmas yes. songs on that list. Apple Music puts out an annual um, kind of classic Christmas playlist type thing, mm-hmm. and it took a little bit of I think it was you, me, and Dave Hamilton joking about our favorite Christmas songs to establish that the list in the UK was different to the one in the US, which was it's a it's a funny, messy business. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, but it, it's obviously consistent in things like. Apple Music, which just before this show, a couple of months before the show launched in August 18th, 2020, Beats One became Apple Music One and there was new country and hit stations. That's obviously over the lifetime of doing this podcast has bedded in and, Mm -hmm. you know, you see content across different Apple platforms. So I'm thinking there was a Bruce Springsteen documentary on Apple TV+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, called Letters to You. Yep. Which is about recording an album. About recording an album, which you could listen to on Apple Music. And he did an interview on Apple Music Country. Mm-hmm. Like the ecosystem is just sort of very succinct yeah. and complete and 
all fits together very nicely, doesn't it, in the music space? It really does. Well, and and it's continued to evolve and change over there. Like, really, most of what you can do with like TV Plus is you could have different kinds of TV shows. Like, but it's still going to be, you know, fundamentally what we're delivering mm. is is like, you know, sort of streaming video content kinds of things. And just like you've been talking about the on the music side, that's evolved. You know, the country station's been added. Things have expanded. There's been more shows. Um, and there, there's stuff on there that was really fun to discover, which is what used to be really great to me about radio. Like mm-hmm. turn on the radio and listen and go, oh, that song is amazing. What is that? I really want to hear it. And Apple Music has been really good at surfacing stuff to me that I like. Um, <clears throat> so whatever the algorithm they are using for like the new music mix and the favorites mix and all that kind of stuff, like um, uh, the example I always have is there there are bands that I'm a fan of that I've listened to like their old records on Apple Music and like casually enjoy them. And then I play the new music mix and I'm like, that sounds familiar. Well, it turns out there's new music from that person or that or that band. I don't follow them closely enough to know they even had a new right. record out, but I just heard that new single off of that because Apple Music knows I play their stuff a lot. So here's a new thing from them. You should check it out. And it was and it's really nice when that happens. And I really like um, how like whatever it is that puts the stations together, like, you know, uh, very rarely has it has it failed me the way some of the other sort of suggestive services have. I think you're very, very right to point out how good the curation side of Apple Music is as a paid subs- as a paid subscriber. Mm-hmm. I, I pause because I was trying to. I always get slightly confused over because I'm I'm a paid subscriber to Apple Music as part of an Apple One bundle. Yes. We, sometimes, like you can get Apple Music Radio, but you can only get it live. You can't listen back to shows if you're not paying for Apple Music. Things right. like that. So there is slight differences, but the curation yeah. side overall, particularly as a <clears throat> subscriber of Apple Music is really, mm-hmm. really very high quality. Yeah, and and the people they have that are doing that curation, like, you know, um, yeah. Zane Lowe, who's a great DJ, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, they've taken like, half of Radio 1 here, but it's fine. <laughs> yes, they, they, like, they, the presentation of all of it is also really great, but they also have some of that side stuff that does really mimic the radio experience. Mm-hmm. Like um, when the new Foo Fighters album came out, uh Dave Grohl did interviews with a few different people on a few different shows across Apple Music yes. and like the Zane Lowe interview was super fun to listen to and the great thing about it was I got to listen to it in fits and starts like I didn't get I didn't have time to sit down you didn't have to stay in your car in a car park somewhere right waiting for it to be at home. I'm not um, on the I'm not in the driveway going hold on like I, they're I'll not be in a minute yeah yeah uh but like and and that sort of content also showing up has really like for my because I I love music. I love listening to music. I love all kinds of music. I have it playing almost all the time. Uh, I love it. And so I am very interested in music and how, and and particularly like suggestions and things. And so like how this has expanded and evolved over time and turned into a really good music discovery service for me. Like there's a few bands that I've discovered as a result of like you know, we're playing the Kelly Gamont station. Yeah, yeah. No, and here's a song that we're tossing in that you've never heard before. Hey, that's a great song. I really, yeah. you know, whoever that is, discover. Yeah, band, no, the curation, so. as we said, on Apple Music and things affiliated with it uh, is very, very good. It occurred to me while we were discussing all this audio, I wanted to say on the software side, but that's not quite the way to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the corner of my my AirPods Pro, 
caught my eye and yes. made me think, well, actually, Apple has also innovated been innovative in the way you know we've got lossless now on apple music oh you know over the last few months spatial mm-hmm. audios spatial obviously audio. a thing they're drilling in on yep uh, you know there is a genuine focus you know look at their pods third generation which got a new kind of sound system mm-hmm. within them something i expect we'll see built in and developed in the next lot of airpods pro yep um apple takes audio as and its audio offering quite seriously Yes. Well, and we saw like we've seen that forever, you know, from the iPod, which put your music in your pocket to the HomePod, which was, you know, like we've done shows about that already, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, the the HomePod started out as an amazing speaker that you happened to be able to talk to. Sure. Like that was the point of it was to be something that sounded amazing, but then also had the S lady assistant in it, you know, and that's different than. Yeah. than what the other ones were. And so that's part of what, you know, like that's always been something that they've, that they've done and that they've cared about. And you can tell by, if you, if you dig in and pay close attention, you can tell by like the, the speaker evolution in the iPod and the speaker evolution in the iPhone and how, how much better music sounds if you play it out of the speaker of your phone now than it did when sure. they were all, you know, before touch ID, you know, sure, things like sure, that. Sure. Like, like the the differences in in what they offer for you to listen to music on are also you know really impressive. So uh, yeah, and obviously TV Plus is a big part, and we'll probably discuss that in the second half of the show. But another thing I wanted to talk about was actually Apple kind of presenting journalism and the way it has mm-hmm. looked to expand its local news offering. So it added Charlotte, Miami, and Washington DC, where there are now. Yeah specialist local news created by apple news editors there's features covering topics relevant to the local community and this involves a variety of outlets that are local so you've got axios charlotte the charlotte observer which really i'm furious i don't have that as my own website but <laughs> i think they were probably there first uh eat in miami the miami herald dc is washingtonian and even the washington post um that added to uh, the Bay Area, Houston, LA, New York, and San Francisco, which happened in 2020. Um, and then there's Sacramento, San Antonio, and so on. So there's a few different bits there. But again, we're seeing a growing commitment to something. It's a very Apple approach in a way, isn't it? Of like, well, we're dipping our toe into this. How does it, we're doing it kind of where we are first. Mm-hmm. How does it work? Yeah. How doesn't it work? But yeah, this is clearly so. I mean, I've spoken to kind of industry analysts who thought that actually, surely the next place will be where we are in the UK. It's going to expand abroad from outside the US, and that makes sense, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah, and especially given like given the history that they have that they can take to to you know whoever's in charge of rights in other places, because really that's what most of this is going to come down to is permission and being able right. to, to negotiate deals with the folks yeah. who hold those rights in other countries <clears throat> but having the but being able to go like you know look what we've done in the united states you know if you let us sell it for a dollar at a time if you let us stream it whatever you know um making that opportunity available in a lot of other countries i feel like would be fantastic and i don't you know like i've seen i have seen a fair number of articles recently about how radio is dead and you know, I mean, we've seen those articles for a long time, but it wasn't until um, 
like the Spotify algorithm mm -hmm. and the the Apple Music algorithm and being able to take like I here's what you listen to. I can I can reasonably extrapolate that you're going to also like these other things sure. and throw those in your feed as well. Um, <clears throat> you know, again, with think, varying degrees of accuracy, but sure. making that happen for everybody like like this could replace radio in a lot of places where but maybe there's not a lot of radio. Yeah, but then we're sort of drilling down. That's a slightly different offering to kind of quote unquote printed news for the yes. local community, which serves a different function. And there is yeah. an argument, I think, that I mean, part of the reason we do this show is Apple is, and I why I so wanted to do this show is because mm -hmm. Apple is such a big part of the digital media landscape. Whether it's people reading stuff <clears throat> on standalone apps or through Apple News. Um, or people who capture and report the news all 100% with an iPhone. Sure, or, well, that's a whole different you know, conversation. Yeah, but, you're but like there's right. so much, there's so much of Apple involved in yes. in finding news, creating news, and sharing that sure. news with other people. And then like I read that article on my phone and I text that link to you. Sure, you know to Apple News or whatever you know through my device. So yeah, yeah. there's they're no, very to, involved. Just to finish my point on this, that I was thinking more in terms of. Apple clearly feels and, you know, we've seen Facebook and Google make similar kind of news plays that mm -hmm. they understand the impact they have had on the news industry, which not everyone in the news industry is happy about. Yes. And is at least making some attempt to give back and pay back and put some money back into that news mm -hmm. ecosystem. Yeah. And, and I like how they've gone about it, which is um, less we're going to go build our own newsrooms in all these places sure. and more we're going to make deals with existing newsrooms that already that are already there and know how it works. And, you know, we're just going to do a better job of being the conduit of local news to local to those local markets. And I really I like what they're doing with that, because that definitely feels like the better way to go. Um, yes. Getting into the news business you know not for what whatever for whatever that means like that's going to be too far that's going to be too yeah. i think that's too far away from what apple is at its core which is a consumer tech fairly, company yeah and there are some very obvious conflicts of interest um yes <laughs> i want to talk about podcasts and the podcast landscape over the last year and mm -hmm. of course we have to talk about apple tv plus but first i want to talk about the sponsor of this week's show better help this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check them out at betterhelp.com slash media plus. The best way to think about therapy is through a bunch of analogies. We get our car tuned up to prevent bigger issues down the road. You saw that one coming. We get annual checkups and go to the gym to maintain physical wellness and prevent injury and disease. We do chores regularly, well some of us do, to avoid a giant mess of a house. Going to therapy is like all of these. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the line. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. BetterHelp is customised online therapy that offers video, phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? 
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Media Plus listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash media plus. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash media plus. Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting this show. I'm here with Kelly Gamont reflecting on a year of the Media Plus podcast. If you'll excuse the self-indulgence, we've We've uh, cut the birthday cake. We're having a drink. We're having a lovely time. So happy <laughs> birthday to the show! But yes. we've um, there's be, the reason as I've said the show exists because there's so much going on and the podcast industry. Now this is going to be a classic thing where I'm finally going to have to succumb and talk about COVID on this show. But podcasting dramatically has changed over the last twelve months. As yes. you know, the ways people sorry the way people consume podcasts is a more has changed and that, you know the drive and the commute listen has mm-hmm. obviously for large swathes of time disappeared for large swathes of people and so on. But walking with a podcast was a huge comfort at points where you couldn't really be with people. Mm-hmm. So there's all of that. And obviously Apple has always been a key podcast provider and it's the way lots and lots of people around the world get their podcasts through the Apple podcast app, although there are mm-hmm. others. Um, but now Apple is also making some podcasts the kind we've had the line, uh, which I mm-hmm. discussed with Jeff Gamut. There's, yeah. there's others on the way. This is an interesting move, isn't it? It is, and uh, it was something I think a lot of people were watching really closely because, um, again, Apple is used to being the conduit. Like Apple isn't wasn't one for you know ever. Uh, Apple wasn't the one making any of those mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. They were just sort of giving you the opportunity to sync them all. I mean, the the you know when people talk about like Apple not being involved in podcasts, it's like okay, you can say they're not involved, but do you know why it's called a podcast? It's because you used to download a piece of audio off of someone's website and sync it to your iPod and then carry it so around. So I have with you. to jump in here. <laughs> I think yes. if Dave Hamilton was here, he would point out a slightly different timeline. I don't want to put words into his mouth. Well, obviously, RSS feeds of audio content, i.e. podcasts, exist yes. before the iPod. Oh, they did. They did. Yes. But um, Apple was very happy to attach itself to that bandwagon. Yes. And probably, I don't remember who started calling it that, but it was, yeah, but it was, you know, and so I you think can it's put it on your iPod. fair to say that podcasts would not be what they are without Apple mm-hmm. and its backing of the industry. But obviously, yes, you know, I just... It's a slightly crude thing to say, but it was kind of 2020, 2021, the the year podcasts went mainstream. Is that overselling it? Was, had they already broken through by that point? In the well, way that it's, it's hard for us to judge because we're big listeners <clears throat> and makers and consumers of podcasts. <laughs> yes. So we're not the normal person. But it feels to me that the dynamic has shifted quite, if not the last 12 months, the last 24 yeah, I think it has. And I um, like part of that was, uh, no, you know, nobody could go anywhere. And once you've binged everything on TV, like it's once nice to binge something Netflix, yeah. while you can, you know, while you can do other stuff or, you know, like while you're outside taking a walk and things like that. So I think um, <clears throat> a lo- I think some people got into more podcasts and I think some of it was more of like the serialized fiction and kind of things like that kind of mm-hmm. um uh, and I'm trying to remember what the one was that you watched. There was a, a show on TV Plus, but it was also a podcast. Oh, the line. The, That's the, the line. line. Yeah, I'm like, was it lines? So the yeah. line, 
Well, let's break this down a bit. So the line, it was a podcast first. There is a show coming of the same name on the same subject coming to TV plus. And bizarrely, the podcast was branded, branded, branded in English as a TV plus piece of content. Yeah. Um, and we've seen that idea develop recently with the John Stewart show on Apple TV plus. Yes. Which has a related podcast always did that was, it's all affiliated. Um, and there, there's other stuff on the way. So clearly Apple is, you know, there's Oprah podcasts and, you know, Apple is getting into that game. Again, it's very like we were talking about with music and radio mm-hmm. and it's sort of local news. It dips its toe into these things, doesn't it? Yeah. And particularly something like this with the line where, um, you know, there's the companion podcast and there was a season of, uh, now I don't remember what it was, but there was something else that that came out. Was it? Oh, Bergdahl. There was something where the story had already been told somewhere, and then the TV uh, Plus podcast was was doing it. I think that is the one you were thinking of. Yeah, maybe it was. Um, but I'm sort of interested to see how the podcast stuff goes because um, I'm wondering if they're going to do it the way well, they do yeah, sorry, the new Bobo, stuff. Sorry, the Bo Bergdahl story was retold on Serial, wasn't it? Yes. And now all I can hear is the music. <laughs> and I'm resisting well, doing it, the voice. And, thank you. And what I was going to say about it is that, um, about that one in particular, is like, I remember there being a Saturday Night Live sketch about Serial. And that was when I thought there's oh, like way hello. more people, way more people know about podcasts than I thought knew about podcasts. <laughs> okay, so you have just so, provided me with the most beautiful segue. Yes. Which is SNL. Yes. Who hosted SNL last season? One Jason Sudeikis. Right. Jason you Sudeikis. now have, I'm going to time you. Jason Sudeikis. Right. You now have two minutes of Ted Lasso Love. Your time begins now, Kelly. Go on. Well, I'm going to start with uh, my birthday was this week. And one of the things that I got for my birthday, which was, in fact, an explicit request, was a long sleeve Richmond AFC shirt, which is delightful and makes me very happy. And uh, so uh, it, I will smile every time I wear it. I was quite impressed when we saw it. It's, it's straight from the WB shop. So it looks completely legit. Um, <clears throat> I I. I really enjoyed he was super fun on the show and I, I really liked the stuff that they used to bring back uh, some of the, the bits and stuff that he did when he was on SNL. Um, but it was also just sort of another um, facet of like, here's somebody doing something really interesting, you know, and then, and then having it sort of come back to, to network television. Yeah. Do you know what it was to me? What? It was actually the final confirmation that through mostly Ted Lasso, but a couple of other bits <clears throat> Apple TV Plus is mainstream now. It's not the thing that was laughed at two years ago. Mm-hmm. In fact, even when I started this show, people were still a bit like, I don't have to pay for it, so I don't care. Yeah. But now people do have to pay for it. Um, and it's at least competing seriously in Hollywood and New York and TV studios. Um the obvious example of that is the primetime Emmys that Ted Lasso picked up, but there's been a stream mm-hmm. of awards over the last couple of years. I think this might be a bit unfair, but I think Apple TV Plus has a slight season two problem. So 
I haven't seen this at the point of recording the show. I have not seen the season finale of the morning show. Okay. But thus far, <clears throat> have not been impressed with it. Okay. Whereas I did enjoy, you know, thought mm-hmm. season one was a pretty solid effort. Yeah. Um, I think season two is a mess, frankly. Um, <laughs> and you know, I've expressed on this show and in other content my reservations about Ted Lasso season two. Interestingly, the Brits I've spoken to about Ted Lasso, Lasso season two have all agreed with me and be like, why is it like this? Whereas many of you US friends and colleagues have been more uh, upbeat about it and more positive about the show. Anyway, I think <clears throat> Dickinson's... So we've had some things get to season two. I'm working my way through because I'm actually sort of rationing it mythic quest season two which is uh-huh. utterly brilliant <laughs> I, I i'm gonna continue to stand by my opinion that uh mythic quest is the best thing on tv plus um i abs- but mm-hmm. it is hard to getting a show out the door is one thing right yeah and you know apple can put the money in and get the show out the door and be pleased with the pilot and the first season yeah. Maintaining success is a very different challenge, isn't it? It is. And we've and I seen think, that this year. Yeah. Um, I think, like, and I can say this because I had this conversation on a different podcast about Ted Lasso. Um, like, if you go back and watch the first season again, like, it's not the warm fuzzy that that people remember. Like, if you go sit and watch it, I mean, no. it's about a guy who He's crossed the Atlantic... Country to yeah. to give his wife space as their marriage imploded and like that's you know and the re you know and and the reason this offer came to him is because somebody else was had their marriage him. implode and is trying to deal with no, that uh, the way that they can and watching that dynamic like at the time when it came out in 2020 and we nobody really had anything else to do but sit home and, and watch tv and went well I made it to the end of Netflix and this thing's free. So let's see what they've got. You know, like <clears throat> remembering something that could make you laugh in 2020 is definitely like no small feat. And it was a very like yeah, part of it, what it made it was, was its time. Yes. But but it also like fundamentally was not a warm, fuzzy no, no, show and that's fine. Like, to and begin with. And and season two wasn't either. And I think but I but think it, it went too far the a, other way, in my opinion. Well, we're we're in a different place also in 2021 when it came out than we were in 2020 when the first one aired. I mean, partly, but also um, uh, like it. I mean, it did get dark. But if you think of it as a two act, as a three act story right then then this is the empire strikes back it's the one that's it's the two towers it's the one that's dark and everything's bad for everybody and what are we going to do now and like we still have a third reel you know we we do that's on its way um mythic quest seasons three and four on the way i really Mm -hmm. hope they don't mess that up um dickinson season three is out and coming to an end so we're already over the lifetime of this show we've already got to the point where uh, I think Literal Voice was cancelled on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, Plus, Little Voice now Dickinson is coming to an end. Yeah, but I think I think with Dickinson it was more like we went into it to tell yeah, yeah, a three season makes, arc, and we've and we've told it, and we don't see another interesting place to go from here. Yeah. So we're we're gonna no. stick to the three seasons, and I but I like that. Um, you know, as a person think- who has watched. US television go, oh, this is really popular. Figure out how you can grind 10 more seasons out of it. You know, I, I would rather not do point. that. And I so. think 
just kind of looking to the future as we come to the end of this episode, um, I think one of the things Apple TV Plus is going to have to learn is how to cut things off. Mm -hmm. You know, is it going to be able to have the courage of its convictions to end Ted Lasso, as Mm -hmm. apparently is the plan after season three? Yeah. Will it ha- is it going to end the morning show after, the, you know, maybe this season, maybe the next? Yeah. Like, is it going to have the courage of, you know, what the hell is going to happen with the apparent 80 episodes of Foundation we can expect? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. how is that all going to play out? That's as big a decision for Apple as what shows to buy. And we haven't, it hasn't really had to make that decision yet. No, because we haven't seen them put any, we haven't seen anything get far enough along that they were just like, oh, no. Yeah, only Little Voice has been cancelled basically because I get the impression because it just, there wasn't enough take up. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, it was the first Apple TV Plus show cancelled. Yeah, and I, and I wonder how much of that may also, like, you know, as far as like what went into that decision, like, you know, it's it's hard to say. Maybe they were like, the people doing it were like, my schedule turns out to be too hard you know if, this, we, if yeah, we only we did one season that would be fine you know and they were like okay let's all just sort of mutually agree i don't know so um that i think i think that the the admin piece of being a streaming video service is the part that we're going to start seeing you know how well yeah the the infrastructure is built around you know okay you got your three and out you know and things like that so it's um i think it's going to be interesting to watch to watch that piece evolve of you know like uh sort of once the shiny new Very wears so, off yeah. a little bit and and it's not like oh but apple is doing this new exciting thing sure. you know like now they're a known quantity and it's not new and exciting to be a person with an apple tv deal if you're a media person you know who makes oh, those kinds I'm of not deals sure. so, i think actually it's become more exciting because there are more big names and we may well, even but it's not it's not like oh they're new and exciting so no. like oh that's cool you got an apple tv plus deal awesome like it's in this it's now I'm, an established player yeah, it's it's not uh, you know, like I said. It's like it's not the new smell. You know, it, it doesn't have the fresh off the showroom floor smell anymore on those deals, and which is fine uh, because I would rather it not be. We're doing this because it's a novelty. I would rather have it be. You know, we're doing this because they have a history of like, like do making sure that everything they put out is great, and I want to be part of that. You know, and yeah. so, so I look forward to that piece around. of it. Yeah, a quick fire round to end up this show. Mm-hmm. I know the answer to the first question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Favorite Apple okay. TV Plus show? Ted Lasso. Least favorite thing about Apple TV Plus? Generally, the app. Um, Correct. Answer. Trying to navigate from from show to show. Yeah. Um, the media offer you would like from Apple next? <laughs> um, I think I said it at the top of the show. I want them to make a show about how they make the screensaver. I want to know because <laughs> Kelly it's so wants exciting. Media. Yeah. I really do want that. Um, I would like to see them expand uh, the news conduit piece of their Apple News business. Of we're gonna we're gonna team up with journalists in Portland and Seattle and Austin and Minneapolis yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. other pl- like all kinds of other places that aren't necessarily as big, but could really use a way for people to easily get at the local news that they've got because that I would pay for. Sure. So, um, just to to wrap up, also the one of the other things that has developed 
is SharePlay, which is now available as part of iOS 15.1. It lets you basically watch content from a variety of Apple's own and some third-party ones uh, Mm -hmm. in sync with other people via FaceTime. I'm actually yet to test this out, but we're going to do some tests on it, I think, at the Mac Observer because we all want to play. Oh, we are. Um, So you can work out together with Fitness Plus, which is a whole Mm -hmm. other area of digital media content we haven't even had a chance to talk about. You can watch... TV plus shows, you can watch TikTok videos together in sync. You can do all sorts of things. Anyway, that's a very interesting way because I don't want to say the word metaverse, but obviously Apple wants to connect, use its content to connect people and Mm -hmm. make it possible to share that content. And that's a pretty cool offering as well. Um, I just want to end up by saying, first of all, thank you, Kelly, for being on the pilot and this show and for kind of forcing me in front of the mic to do this show. Um, (laughs) It's uh, really, it's been really fun doing the show every uh, every week for a year, and I hope people listen back to past episodes. We've had all sorts of awesome guests on, um, not least my colleagues from the Mac Observer. So thank you for joining me for this year. Subscribe, sh- share the show with your friends, and come back for year two. <laughs> <laughs>